Welcome back to the Football Exchange, the podcast where we discuss all things football. Joining me as always is Max, Joe and Tom, but we've got a guest. Special guest. Breaking. We've got the media officer of a non-league side, Camel Lades. Paddy, how are you? Not too bad, thanks Adam. Yourself? Brilliant. We've uh, we've done a podcast before this, so we're... We're all, we're, we're, all, we're all pretty, we're pretty changed. <laughs> so you're about to take the lead on this one. Yeah. Mm. But take us across. So non-league football, how different is it? Um, it is different in the sense that the lads all love playing footy. You know, you can see on the pitch, everyone loves to win. It's a lot more attacking. It's a lot more in your face. You get a lot less time on the ball. Um, and the passion you see on and off the pitch, you know, the supporters, um, you know, this, even the secretary, you know, get involved, they yeah. get involved, you know, show their, um, oh, show their heart on the sleeve. Yeah. And, you know, the players just, they love playing for the club. Um, so it's different in that sense. There's no um, very little money involved. Um, it's all passion, just, isn't it? It is. So that's what it is. Passion, not fashion. That, I think yeah. that's, um, <laughs> that's the key message there. Yeah. I, I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, documentary, The Class of 92. Yes. Is it similar to that, where it's all community-based and it's all... Is it, I mean, it's, it's less of the well-known figures involved, but it's more of that feel of a community. Yeah, it is and it isn't, you know. Um, yeah, I've got, you know, the likes of, you know, the woman working at the T-Bar for 40 years straight or whatever. Yeah. You know, that, that does happen throughout non-league football. But to be fair, Salford City, they're not particularly well-loved in um, non-league, non-league circles because mm. they've just bought the way. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. bought the way of the leagues and, that, you know, that's what non-league's all about. But to be fair... You know, you've got to um, take your hat off to them because we didn't have to get involved in non-league football and, yeah, yeah. you know, a club which is right at the heart of the community. So, um, you know, full credit. Oh, yeah, full credit to them for that. Because they use, they use this brand of the, the 92 because they've got the uh, hotel football and ho- cafe, the football. So, mm. they, as, as a group, they've, they've uh, you know, they're, they're making the most of their name. Definitely, yeah. So, as you said, credit to them because they didn't have to get involved. Exactly. So, mm. they, they've obviously got this, um, their inner child wanting want to do this. Which is, is credit to them, Max. What are you thinking with the uh, the the links of non-league and, and the mainstream, the big football teams in the Premier well, League? More more people. I'm not sh- I'm not sure if it's right, but more people are going to like the non-league without now. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Because just because they're getting priced out, aren't they? Like mm-hmm. the big the big companies are charging so much that. But what's the uh, the average attendance at, at the Lairds? To be honest, at Lairds, we're one of the lowest in the league. We yeah. you know if we get a hundred, that's a very good gig for us. Yeah. Um, but there's teams in our league, um, City of Liverpool um, Football Club performed last year, and they're getting gates of you know anything up to 800 um, every week. Average wow. is probably you know 600 something like that. So yeah. it just shows you know the market's there for disillusioned dissolu- uh, yeah. supporters. Does that does that you, you know the box I don't know the box financially is does that is that harder for the club to to stay running or how was the money made in? in non-league sponsorship's massive in yeah. non-league and to be fair um, the work that our treasurer um, and even the first team manager have done over the summer has been absolutely brilliant and, you know, and full credit to them for it because um, they've gone out you know, and they've gone and secured some really good sponsorship deals for the club which, have, um, which will hopefully stand us in good stead um, for the better season this year mm-hmm. you talk about money in the books is in transfers in non-league is there much money involved in transfers even at that level money's massive no um, believe it or not, there's clubs in our league who, rumour has it, I don't want to say this is exactly what's happening, but rumour has it they're offering £150-£200 a game for players. Mm. So, you know, and our lads at Lairds, they get expenses. So, you know, uh, yeah. if someone offers them, yeah, it's £150 quid a game, go. you know, mm. it's difficult to say no, isn't yeah. it? 
to be fair, we have a, you know our, the lads we got now. They are loyal lads, and they do want to play for the uh, for the local club because the vast majority of them are Wirral lads. Mm. But even at that level, you know, money is massive. That's and that is a difference. The last two teams who won the league, um, are both had money, and they've got the money because they got the gates in. Yeah, um, yeah. The last team without money who won the league was probably Norton United. You probably haven't heard of mm. about four years ago, but they went out. They have one season in the league above, and they don't exist anymore, oh, yeah. just because they didn't. Um, they didn't have the money to finance it, I believe. So, um, money is massive at that level in terms of recruitment. How, that, yeah. yeah. How, how big was the friendly? Because um, Laird's played Sam May. The result. The result. I mean, it's a non big big difference in ability. Mm. But was do you think? Friendlies like that help the club to stay for the whole season. It's huge. Still. That was like we can't thank Tramia enough for like yeah. having that game and sending the full first team. That was absolutely huge for the club. I think the attendance was something like 500, 600, which you know is the equivalent to probably ten games, twelve games yeah. um, of a normal crowd for us. So absolutely massive and um, set it up nicely for the start of the season. Yeah, yeah mm. definitely. Because there's the um, Tr- Tr- Liverpool done it for Tramia. Yeah. And Tramia are doing it. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's just. Local teams helping each other exactly. out, so there is the rivalry there, but at the same time, everyone wants to help each other up. out. Yeah. You're not really a local team, though, are you? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Fan bases the, 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 the is always. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about the new season, though, Paddy. For Laird, what is a good season? Where where would you want to be finishing around in the table? I think we want the top six this year. Playoffs. How many teams are there? There are 22 teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, top six will secure your playoff, uh, playoff place. A top two, I think, is probably going to be out of reach because. Um, there are teams in this league with money. Last time we were in this league, three years ago, we stormed promotion. It was us and another team, and we were just miles better than everyone else. We finished 20 points clear of the team in third, I think. Yeah. But it won't be that easy this time around. Um, different squad of players, and the league's improved dramatically. Um, so I think, but having said that, I think our young side has really developed over the past few months, um, since, since the turn of the year, especially. So um, I think, you know, if we play at our best, I think there's every chance we can have a top six finish and give it a good go of getting straight back up. Yeah, Joe, where do you stand on the non-league? How much of a connection do you feel to to local clubs? Because well, as you say, we, we, we all support Liverpool or Everton. Yeah. Well, I feel nothing. It's just, yeah. I've never been interested in it. It's just, it's just me personally. I'm just an Everton fan. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. yeah You're an Everton fan yourself. I'm, I'm an Evertonian, yeah, for me since. Um, <laughs> that's the end. That's the kind of perception you got to change because I, I'll be honest. That before I got involved with Lairds, I was like that. You know, I'd never been to a non-league game, but I've been like when I'm on holiday and just want yeah, to take yeah, a game. Yeah. In, but I've never been to like a Lairds game yeah, uh, yeah. or you know Heswell, West Kirby, Vauxhall. No, it was anything like that. Um, but as soon as I got in there, just loved it from minute one. And I think that's the key thing. We got to get people in, and hopefully they'll enjoy it enough to come back. So about when you got into the, we'll come on to like your role as media. How did you first? Getting even to just go and watch a game. How what a first strategy to go and watch a last game or get involved? Um, to, well, to be honest, um, I was just looking like to try and get some experience, you know, to help me with my career, um, sport aims of a sport journalism career. So I sent loads of emails to the club, um, got loads of helpful sponsors. To be fair, um, and the best one was late. They said we got a vacancy here, um, can you do the program for us this year? So gave it a go and um, went there first time to see just see what it was like and just loved it ever since. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't looked back. Yeah, yeah, because you, you say it's it's a really much community base and people need to chip in, and we know for, it's all about volunteers at that that level. Definitely, yeah. It's, it's all about people who love the game 
who wants to help mm. progress the game, the grassroots level. Because we we talk about the, the the link between the Premier League and uh, team like Leeds, but do you think the the gap is is bigger or, or sorry smaller from a team like Leeds to Sunday League? How how big or? Um. Yeah, it's smaller in the sense that many of our lads do play Sunday League as yeah. well. You know, they play on top of um on top of um, the layers duties. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a lot. I think it is a lot closer to Sunday League, but on a more professional level. Yeah, you know, yeah, you've yeah. got the passion, but you've also got a profession. You know, a, you know, a decent ground for that yeah. level. To be fair, um, you got obviously things like programs, um, a club shop, uh, a tee and all that. So. Yeah. You know, there's the element of Sunday League, but it's a much more yeah. professional level. Production and everything around the club. Very much so. Yeah. Mm. How much are tickets then to go down and watch them, like just in adults, uh, a fiver, um, for people our age, um, think under 18, I think it is. I might be wrong on that. Um, but I think two quid. Um, mm. so and there's an offer if you're a champion, Everton or Liverpool season ticket holder, you can get over two quid as well. Mm. So um, so no, that's hopefully a big drawer. That's amazing because we say with the big clubs it's thirty pound sometimes for tickets, mm. and every week to pay thirty pound to, to at the end of the day you're watching a game of football. Yeah, and mm. it's, the quality is different, but it's it's still wonderful to see the team win on the our team because I'm always, I, I I I like to watch all different types of football not just Premier League, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day it's all about the end goal of seeing a team win or seeing a team lose yeah. and and how we get to that end goal. And uh, Leeds is a prime example of, of a club who are allowing fans, of football fans, to watch football for yeah. a reasonable price. Mm-hmm. In some respects, as well, non-league can often be more exciting, but more you don't get hard tackles in the Premier League. Mm. They're protected by the referees, yeah. and if they, if there's a bit of contact and they go down, mm-hmm. more than likely get a free kick and the player might get a yellow card. But in non-league, it's, it's not that way. Yeah. Apart from our ref on Saturday, but he's the exception. Yeah, no, you say that, it's all about the the, the like the, the referees and all the people involved. Do you, I know, do a, a team like Lairs, is, is it FA sets of different referees all across the country, or is it local referees? Um, it's referees across the North West, really. Yeah. That's where they're all um, pulled from, and... I've got to be careful what I say about referees for obvious reasons, but um, yeah, I mean, we all know they got the most difficult job, and as as at any level, you get some good refs, you get some bad refs, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so that's that really. Yeah. yeah. Do you think the the for for people like yourself and some people who love non-league, do you think the attraction is there because it's not the the post-match conferences or it's not the the build up on Sky Sports, it is proper football. Mm. I'm, I'm tearing up to watch a game of yeah. football. I don't want anything else. I yeah. just want to see ninety minutes. You're of right on the touchline. You know, you can hear, you can hear all the players. Yeah. You know, all the shouts. <laughs> and you know, so some good, some bad, some bad. Very much so. Some choice words. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's you know a big you know USP almost of um, non-league football. Yeah. So we touched on your role before it led the program. So is it just the program you do now, or do you do social media? Uh, no, well, it, first season it was just a program, and last two or three years it's grown to be, uh, include social media, and um, the website, um, match reports, interviews. And you influencing all most of them? Yeah, um, so I I cover all those boxes, um, and you know there's a, I also get involved with the league doing previews and um, match reviews for them, and um, mm. to put on their website. So it's um, 
It is a it's a, it's a demanding role, but you know, mm. it's more of a hobby for me to be fair. Yeah. Do you, you know? do enjoy it? I th- probably enjoy that, it. Yeah. Is that all for free as well? Like it's all, yeah, it's all yeah. like I've been to volu- um, voluntary yeah. at our club. So yeah. um, as you say, you mentioned before you you're hoping to go into a, a career of sports journalism. This is something that for people who want to get involved, I'd certainly you. You're the one who's really experienced it. Would you recommend it for people? Oh, know? definitely, yeah. It's yeah. just, um, like, you compare me now to three years ago, like, my writing's developed so much, you know, my interview skills yeah. developed so much. It's just, mm. um, it's a no-brainer, really. You know, you're helping a local club, you're getting to watch some great footy, mm. and you're doing your career prospects the world are good, so it's, yeah. you know, good for everyone, really. Good win, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. With the do you do you look up, do you look at, do you read other people's articles, like, a, I know local in the Echo they've got like James Pearce and mm-hmm. Tony Barrett, people like that who are well respected within mm-hmm. within uh, you know the local area. Do you look at them and look at their writing and just see take things from that? You just paid them good looking at other very people's work. Very much so, yeah. I mean, um, I always try and read. Uh, if I've been to a game, I um, like a Premier League game, I'll always try and get three or four different reports. Yeah. Like of the game, so maybe the Guardian, um, I don't know the Times, BBC. Mm-hmm. You know, look through them all. Uh, and then just say, you know, what can I take from this one? What can yeah. I take from this one? What can I take from this one? And, you know, try to influence that in your own writing style, if you yeah. know what I mean. Mm. Um, and I think you can see, like, the way it's developed over the last few years. You know, I have tried to, you know, put aspects of, Every, aspects of that yeah. uh, into my own. And that's test with loads have kept you on. So you've been there yeah. for such a long time. You obviously learned something, right, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, just moving on to this season then um, you know you've won one lost one where well we won in the FA Cup yeah yeah you've won the uh, yeah, lost, lost on Saturday won today yeah. uh, last night sorry so what have, what is the skill discrepancy between the league you were in last season and then this one is it quite mm. a big um, a big jump I think it is yes I think the league we were in last season um, top five teams you just got quality all mm. over the pitch you know quality quality players who are too good for that level um, yeah. to be perfectly frank and having one promotion place at that levels you know there's a lot been said about it in our quarters but it's just ridiculous because um, yeah. there's a team who finished second three years running and they're still at that level and they're yeah. just far far too good for it um, this league don't um, it's improved as I said it's improved yeah, since yeah. we were last in it um, but at the same time you know you put a premier division club against a first division club six seven times out of ten Right. If not more, the Premier Division club's going to win. Mm. So, um, yeah, and hopefully that'll make it a bit easier for our lads because it was tough, to be fair, for the young set of lads to develop against yeah, yeah. the likes of Runcorn and Emmett, who um, the team who finished second, mm. um, Bootle teams like that. So, um, but hopefully this year um, it'll bode a bit better for them. What is the lead structure then that you're currently involved in? So you just said you were promoted last season. What um, like, relegated last season. Relegated sorry. last season. So what is the league like structure? Like the top division, is there like a... Well, obviously, um, if you work your way down from the National League, you've got the, um, the Prem, North and South, and then you go into the Northern Prem. Um, below that, it's Division 1 North, Division 1 South, and then you come into our league, which is the Northwest County League or Hallmark Security League, officially. Um, so you've got the Prem, obviously, which we were in last year, got promoted to a couple of years ago, and the one we're in now, Division 1. Um, below that is Step 7 League, so um, things like the West Cheshire, there's about seven or eight leagues feeding into our league but promotion's a weird one to be honest because it's very difficult to get promoted um, into our league like you, your ground's got to be up to scratch you've got to oh, yeah. like most teams 
at step seven won't want to go up to step six because um, the travel demands etc etc so does the like the quality of the pitch or the ground does that affect your whether you you can go up? massively yeah uh, i mean before that before my time at the club um several eight years ago we were in the northern prem premier division which is the highest level mm. we've ever been at um one away from the conference north or national league yeah. north as it now is um we finished 17th something like that in our first season and we got relegated on ground grading really? um, on no, ground not even forgetting the football forgetting ground, the football, grading went, ground down. went down solely on ground grading which mm. was um that's terrible that's you know, would have been really demoralizing that the, i can the imagine players, so yeah you, you're grinding all season getting these getting these points and and a technicality seven, yeah yeah, yeah. Seven, i imagine 17th is, isn't you wouldn't go down normally no so for the team who have worked so hard for the whole season mm. and then for, to go down for that I think it's all FA based. I think the yeah. FA is so mm. out of touch with football. Especially got, at our level. Yeah. And just don't need it. Their prime, they just, all they think about is, um, you know, the, the top, the one that makes money. Mm. Really. And they forget about the grassroots. Yeah. They forget about the, the clubs that, which really make a community. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's ground grading, the demand, um, grading, sorry, the, the demands are less stringent at our level. But at mm. the same time, there are clubs in recent years who've gone down on ground rating because it's not like the ground's not been up to scratch. Yeah. So um, you know it's very important that we you know make sure we're always keeping on top mm. of these things, uh, yeah. maintaining our ground well. Which to be fair, the club um, do a good job of. So um, yeah, that's you know. Yeah. Touched on money before. How much money is that in led the club led like play um the players don't get any wages. Um, expenses only. Expenses only and. The, you say you have groundsmen they get paid is that all voluntary all, vol- all voluntary um, yeah all voluntary mm. right that's, that's brilliant for a club who are really you're in the division you, you know you're in, you're in the, the structure of football mm. English football for a club who, who are getting volunteers and it all, always comes back to the people who love football mm. and want, want to make a difference and want to help and put yeah put these clubs favour. Mm. And we talked about the loyalties, but that is a difference between loyalty in the lower leagues and loyalty in the, the highest league. Mm-hmm. See it now with like the Coutinho saga and he's mm. putting a hand transfer request and arguably Liverpool when he was into Milan struggling and when it came to Liverpool he excelled. So the loyalty really as the higher you go up their divisions the loyalty gets less and less and less. Yes. Which is yeah. sad, but it's the sad truth. Um, you touched on getting relegated for the ground. Um, would you say that was the start of of what they like, could have been? What like was quite a, like a rough patch for the um, for the uh, club. Difficult for me to say to be honest, because um, I obviously wasn't involved yeah, with yeah. Um, the club. Um, yeah. Um, well, I think the first season I got involved with the club, we got promoted and we just mm. battered everyone. Um, and then the next year, um, finances were less, uh, a bit more difficult. But at the, we still had some good success on the pitch, um, mm. beating the champions for yeah, the, yeah. of that season. Um, probably most notable thing. Um, but then we had to take the decision that we could no longer pay the players anymore. Um, mm. So that resulted in the vast majority of the first team squad to part, and uh, which and the majority of them got good moves. So I can't, you know, yeah. begrudge that opportunity. Mm. Um, and then we had to get a new set of lads in at very short notice. Yeah. Um, because we didn't have much of a pre-season where did you season. find them them players from where um, did you get them from from Sunday League or some of them from Sunday League um, some of them were just contacts um, the, the then manager um, had um, 
someone in it, lads who um, couldn't get a game and another team. Um, but it was very much, you know, a patch together side because we only had a couple of weeks to. Um, I think it was so a bit since more you've been about, with them, then you talk about the whole most amazing change. You said their managers, the obviously change managers. How since you came in and to, to now, how much has the club, not just the team, changed massively? Um, we've got since I came in. There's um, on the committee. There's probably um, the secretary and Tony, who's like the assistant secretary, who's still there. Yeah. Uh, I might have missed someone out, but uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but apart from that, um, the committee's changed, um, mm. the chairman's changed. We've had a lot of, uh, we just had a lot of changes on and off the pitch, really. Um, the Do you think they've been positive changes or? Um, this com- this current committee, um, well, everyone worked, everyone's worked hard at the yeah. club. Um, but I think, you know, whoever you're getting, you know, they love football, yeah. um, so they're always gonna, you know, they're always gonna work hard for you. Um, mm. but you know, we got a crack a cracking committee at the moment. You know, I can't speak highly enough of them. Um, so in that sense, yeah. yeah. And in terms of the team and the football, has that improved? Um, Since when you first came in and now? It's probably gone backwards, but I think there's, I think everyone at the club understands yeah. and understands why. When we came in, we had a great team, which was good enough to play a couple you know, a couple of, a couple of levels. I, you know, um, they've reached the playoffs in um, the Evo Stick, Division 1 mm-hmm. North, um, 13, 14, no, 12, 13, sorry. Um, so, you know, and it was basically the same side that stormed promotion. Yeah. Um, last year, we had, I think we had about 70, 80 players or something. Like, the turnover of players was right. very, very high. Gosh, but, um, right. to be fair, um, Mick, the current manager, he's, um, he's just gone with the policy of let's get some young local lads in, let's give them a chance to develop. You know, we know they're going to make mistakes, but in the long run, we're going to build something special here. And I think we are, because end of last season, we had a great run of form. Mm. And um, you know, you could see they want to, you know, you could see how much they love playing footy. You know, they yeah. got that youthful enthusiasm, and you know, you got to love all that. You know, yeah, hundred percent. Mm. How big is the squad? You talk about eighty players. How big is the squad now? And um, the squad, we've probably got eighteen to twenty players in the squad at the minute. So um, obviously, it's difficult to keep everyone happy. Yeah, um, but you know, it's the right kind of take you on as a manager, exactly. isn't it? How consistent is training? Um. A lot more. It's going to be. A lot, I think training's a lot better this year. Last year, obviously, with the high turnover of players, etc. Yeah. Um, it was a bit, you know, just come to training when you can. Yeah. This year, it's um, they, um, like you see in pre-season, they're working very hard. Um, got got a good link with the. I can't remember the name, but there's a German Hoyle. They got a good link with um, doing a lot of work there in yeah. pre-season, and you know, just working on things uh, in the week, you know. So we could see the three goals from set pieces on Saturday so and no doubt um, this week you know that'll be what they'll be working on improving um, very, very similar to our team isn't it? Very similar. <laughs> how often do you train per week I think it's once a week once a week um, I'll have to get that confirmed yeah, yeah. It, it's either once or twice um, mm. a lot of it might depend on if we got a game midweek yeah. or not um, but usually it's once or twice a week yeah. a lot of these people they're working it's, but that's the thing yeah got jobs that's yeah. the thing they've got jobs they've got families to support exactly families exactly. jobs not everyone can exactly unfortunately it's not football 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 yeah, show, yeah. life gets in the way mm. how far how far is like the furthest you'll travel for a game um, Carlisle unfortunately Jesus. <laughs> if, wow. we're in, if we were in the one above it'd be brilliant because there's eight nine teams in the Merseyside area so the travelling's um, not too bad this year you've got to and you go as far north as Carlisle as far east as a team by Leeds um, Silsden as far south as Echo Shore which is by 
uh, or Stafford. Um, so travel like the miles you got to do, and um, it's just no, it is going to be big effort yeah. for the squad. Do you reckon that'll affect the players and the performance? Uh, I think it'll affect player availability without a doubt because you know, yeah, a lot, a lot of players, you know, can they afford to give up a Saturday? You know, if they're working and they need money, can they afford to give up a Saturday to go to Carlisle? Yeah, um, but it is what it is. You know, it's the same for the twenty-two teams in the division. They, you know, we've all got to do a similar amount of travelling. Yeah. Um, so you just get on with it, don't you? And Yes, there's a lot of mileage, but you know you make a day of it, yeah. don't you? You know yeah. you try and enjoy yourself, yeah. and a lot of the, to be honest, a lot of the journeys are pretty easy, are easy enough. Know what I mean? Just down the motorway. Mm. Down Do you the attend areas. most of the games? That's um, well, I have been in the previous three years. We've been going to uni this year. It might be, might not be the case, yeah. and I can make every game. But yeah, I've just been to pretty much every game for the past couple of years. Mm. So, I are the team like getting coaches down or the making their own way and just um, paid for the petrol it stuff. depends how far the game is um, yeah. usually it's a minibus like for the players and um, like me um, or me dad sorry <laughs> and takes the like takes the kit yeah, um, yeah. and then you know pen like we all, we all chip in yeah, yeah like give each other a lift try and minimise the number of cars we have to use um, we got a coach on Saturday um, to go to league in the FA Cup because it's mm. a big game for the club so yeah. you know you want to try and do it as professionally as you yeah, can 100%. Um, but yeah, usually for away games, it'll be a minibus and then um, as few cars as possible. Exciting exciting prospect, isn't it? The prelim of the FA Cup. Oh, very much so, yeah. Um, be a tough test, a very, very tough test. Cause, Who have um, you got next? League Town. Yeah. Uh, we were two divisions above us, you know, um, finished mid-table last season. So, mm. you know, we're going to have to be our very, very yeah, best because to get a result. You know, um, I think, is it the, the team that uh, in the league above you were on the TV the other Yes, yeah, um, and Remy, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. who are in our league against AFC Liverpool, right, yeah, the team yeah. above, um, and Liverland beat him um, 2 0, which was, well, it wasn't upset, but it wasn't in the sense that Liverland are a very good side. Yeah. I know the manager well, he's a really nice fella and yeah. top, top manager. So obviously they were on TV. Um, how does that do the TV companies? Would they approach you, or do you not really? Um, we've never really experienced anything like that. Um, I've heard, so um, I'm, not really, I'm not too sure, to be fair. I'm not too sure how it came about, but all yeah. I know is. The BBC want to, you know, um, increase the exposure of these earlier rounds of the yeah. FA Cup to show that it doesn't just start in November. You know, it starts yeah. now or it started last week. Yeah. Um. So, I guess they just saw that game and thought, yeah, we'll have some. Um. Uh, that's probably mm. going to be one of the ties of the round. So yeah. we'll um, try and put uh, publicise that. It's a brilliant thing that they do because uh, as you said, they, they want more exposure for the young, the earlier rounds. And every, I mean, every single round of football they want to show. Yeah. And obviously they can't get it on the on the main channels, but it's on the website. Mm-hmm. And everyone, you know, nowadays everyone's got yeah. a- access to the website. So it, FA Cup, everyone wants to try and come in the FA Cup, mm-hmm. even from the from the yeah. Premier League into the non-league. It's, it's always about the fun of the FA Cup. No one knows what's going to happen yeah. in in the competition like that. Mm. Is that something that excites you as a as someone who connected with players, just for of course, yeah. the, the possibility that the club could cause an upset and maybe get some. Of course, yeah. You know, that's the aim for every club, just gotta be, you know, let's get as far as we can, you yeah. know. Mm. The money let's cause well. a couple of, oh, well, for the club, club of our level, the money is absolutely huge. The prize yeah. run that you get, I mean, it doesn't sound like much, but I think it was 1500 quid, something like that. That's a, like, if you win your extra preliminary round tie, that's how much you get. Yeah. It's a bit more of the preliminary rounds, and then obviously yeah. it builds up as you go through the rounds. Um, but you know, a good cup run can set you up for the year. Yeah. Um, um, I think Ash- Ashton Athletic got to the second of their qualifying round last year. Oh, you know, yeah. so um, 
you know, that world's on then the world's good financially. Um and obviously for the lads it's just about a chance can we you know, how, how good a ground can we play at, you know. Yeah, it yeah. sounds daft but leaks, yeah. you know, a decent setup, you know what I mean? It's must hold uh, three thousand, four thousand people, you know. Yeah. So we had to hire United last year who when it obviously in the conference, you yeah. know, only a few years back. So you know that's a great experience yeah, for the lads yeah. just to play, you know, a ground like that and have a taste for it. You know, we want some more of this. Because mm-hmm. as you say, this is a day out for these lads. Exactly. Yeah. There's something that they probably always wanted to do, and they're getting the chance to do it now. Yeah. And I mean, I, I know from if if it was me, you'd 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 be so excited and wanting to mm. get going. Yeah. So it must be something that's really exciting for the, for the club. Yeah. Definitely. Just moving away from Laird, so we can come back to them. It's interesting to see what your views are on your own club, Everton, for this season. How do you think? What What would be? Do you think a good season for Everton this season? Um, I think if we can pull further away from the teams blows, I'm not. I don't think I'm, you know, deluded or anything yeah, like yeah. that. I'm, I know it's a big, big ask to, you know, catch up with the sixteen yeah. above us, especially you know, people talking about where you spent money. Well, they spent money as well, and we've obviously sold the Kaku and. Yeah. Know, a couple of other fringe players so I think if we can consolidate 7th place this season and then have a right good go at it next year you know that I'd be satisfied with that happy with Rooney? very very happy um, you know if we're in the Europa League this year you want to experience that you know Hadrick split that's going to be a very intimidating place to go and you know having someone like him Definitely. you know to help the players through absolutely massive um, and you know you saw you saw what he's done on Saturday you know um, laid it off to Guy I think it was and then Followed his pass, get in the box, and yeah. you know turns one point yeah. into three. Mm-hmm. So I, I compared that to a Frank Lampard towards the end of his career. Oh yeah, when he went to arriving, City. Yeah, arriving late in the box because he doesn't have that pace, yeah. but he knows how the game yeah, plays. Exactly, yeah. And it's, it's something that Everton need to. The fans also need to get on board that he's not the Rooney that they saw mm. from day one, mm-hmm. but he's a Rooney that can can do a job. Yeah. When asked for him. I think Everton have strengthened well in that they bought a bit of a spine, Pickford, mm-hmm. Keane, Classen. The only issue being you haven't, and I don't think it would have been very easy to at all replace Lukaku. Yeah, very much so, yeah. Who I think will leave a massive hole. Yeah. I mean, Koeman spoke about, uh, or whatever, I can't, I can't pronounce him on six different ways. <laughs> like, but um, he's spoken about, you know, getting, rather than having one player who gets all the goals, getting four to five players who chip in. And I think you know he's had a nod to that with his signings. Clarsen um, scored, had a decent goal scoring record yeah. in Holland. Sigurdsson, obviously, you know, very good um, score record at Swansea. Yeah. Looks like he's set to join. Um, Sanjo, um, fourteen goals in La Liga last season, which is um, a good return for a twenty-one year old, twenty-two year old. Um, so I think there's a nod to that. But as you say, you know, twenty-five goals last season, you know, yeah. leaves a big hole. Um, so we'll just have to see how we respond. I think Sigurdsson would be a fantastic time if you mm. get him. Looks like you are. Yeah. I think it'd be a great time. Expensive though, isn't it? I don't think. I don't how think. It's worth it, that. How much is it? I don't know. It's room forty-five. Forty-five. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it's worth more. No, I don't. No, because yeah, I was watching something last night and he, he was saying uh, the Premier League money the Swansea get get every year is yeah. about hundred yeah. million, hundred more 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 than that, and um, Sigurdsson has kept them up mm. the yeah. past few seasons. So then they're basically. Putting their Premier League position in jeopardy yeah. just for forty million. Mm. It seems like some very. I think a, a small price tag for some of that probably quality. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it probably is as well. Looking at how much of a loss he beats a Swansea. Yeah. I think that's a steal for but Everton. To be at the fair. same time, I don't think his head's in the right place. Mm. No, I yeah. don't think he could go on no, and play them again. Yeah, yeah. Mm. you see that a lot now, don't you? Where we, we were talking about 
who has the power now? Is it players or the agents? Because mm. it's not the club anymore. These players, they're allowed to do a go in the chance rooms. I know Liverpool were linked with, linked with uh, Naby Keita, and he ended up two foot one of his players in training. Yeah. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, well, you're, you're getting paid for, for this club. And it's like any job, you're getting paid to do your job, don't you? You're under contract, yeah. so... Mm. And you've got fans that idolise you, mm. and you're doing these sort of things. It's They just... The professionals at the end of the day, they're role models for kids, and they've got to they've got to think that me doing this isn't gonna it's not gonna help anybody else. I think the team has gone around his transfer thing in maybe not the best way, but it could have been a lot worse. He hasn't himself. He's done. He's trying to save his own back in, in a yeah. way because he's got his family to come out and say, "Oh, I'm not happy here," or all that. But in truth, if he stays, he could go, oh yeah, that was one of my family, I don't really speak to him. Stuff like that. So it, he's, he's gone about it in the right way. In, uh, you think he's gone about it in the right way? I, I think it could be a lot worse. Yeah, it could be a lot better though. Yeah. No, no, but. That's by the same time. In, in, in terms of recent transfer sagas, it's all about it's all on the news. But he hasn't himself come out and said, oh, I, he hasn't done a Danny Rose or a Naby Keita. Yeah. He hasn't come out and said, yeah, Van Dyke on Twitter. And even though I want Van Dyke, yeah. even yeah, even though I want Van Dyke, he hasn't gone around the right way. Yeah, you've seen exactly what you've seen what he's just done to to Southampton. Do you still want him? Even a player. I've seen him navigate it. Navigate the two footers in players and chance. Still want him. Good player. Yeah, I mean, I I never, uh, Paddy, you've always been like love football and being a football. I remember when you were younger, you. With, was it the book? Yeah. That was uh, something that you really, mm. really loved doing, mm-hmm. visiting clubs around the country. Yeah. How big of a, a, a how big was that for you in terms of wanting to realise oh, this is something I want to get involved with now? Um, it was just, you know, a way of seeing football, you know, and practising my writing, which, you know, I do in, like, writing about football, you know, obviously I'm not good enough to you know, play footballer, yeah. you know, anywhere near, mm. you know, the level <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd, know, I'd love to be able to. So, you know, what's the next best, fi- uh, next best thing? You know, it's got to be getting involved with football, right, yeah. you know, something you love. So, um, yeah, just, you know, the chance to go around all the different football grounds and, you know, write about the experiences, mm. you know, just, you know, it was a big thing and obviously players came along and I had to, you know, go on the back burner a bit. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was a big thing. Who, who, who was the best club for you? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, was Even Everton or Lairds, what's the best no, ground you've Not just that, but in, in the whole of football, when you went, who was the most accommodating? He was like, made you feel, oh, this is a good club, good I had around. some fantastic um, like days out, but Sheffield United, for me, Sheffield United were absolutely brilliant, you know, um, gave me a full tour of the ground, you know, I think um, they let me on the pitch, like, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> got me in the dressing room yeah, and everything, yeah. it was just um, absolutely brilliant day out, you know, and if, I've always, you know, I've got a soft spot for Sheffield United now, just because um, yeah. that was such a brilliant day. Yeah. Um, but you know, there were, there were loads of clubs, you know, Sh- um, Shrewsbury, that was another good one. Um, Rackington Stanley, you know, um, Hereford. I mean, sadly they've got, um, yeah, they've got now, and that's yeah. a reform. Um, but you know, you know, I had some brilliant days out yeah. in Birmingham. That was another, uh, Birmingham. That was another one. Well, I'm taking. I find none of the big clubs are really too keen on these exactly, things. Yeah. Was, was that was that like that for you as well? And then well, went to a couple. There was only City and pains me to say, but Liverpool. <laughs> like I know in um, in the Prem that you know that helped me out. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, it, I did get that kind of um, sense. But um, 
I suppose they got to be, um, they have got to be careful and everything. But yeah, yeah. especially in, with all the stuff going around and in the world, so many problems in the world. Yeah. It's something they've got to look at. Yeah. Health and safety, I think, is just <laughs> ridiculous. So, Paddy, this weekend, your club, Everton, tough trip away to City. Mm-hmm. How do you think you're going to fare? Um, I don't think we'll get anything to be honest. I don't can't say I fancy our um, fancy our chances going there. You know they always start the season very very well indeed. Um, so I think you know three one. Um, who are you t- who are you tipping for the title this year? Do you think the title will be in Manchester? Are you, are in spite of Saturday's disaster, I still can't look beyond Chelsea. I think really? So, I think they were so much better than everyone else last year. I think Conte, you know. Is the best manager in the league by far, despite you know what the media will tell you about Mourinho yeah. and all that. Um, and I think I, I didn't watch the game on Saturday, obviously, but looking at the highlights, it looked as though they just had a twenty-minute spell where everything went wrong and everything yeah. went, right, went right for Burnley. So you know that that can happen. Um, yeah, we spoke about this in the last podcast that the selling of Matic to United. I was is, very surprised. And now Chelsea seems to be flapping almost bidding forty million for drink water. Didn't mm. they? a bit in for Danny Drinkwater I feel as though I don't know why you would try and get a leg for like replacement which let's be honest Drinkwater's not as good as Matic mm. Step backwards, yeah. so I, I I don't think he's going to improve the team at all why you tell him to United I don't know it's just it's baffling for me and I, I believe Conte is very unhappy about it which yeah. you can understand because mm. um, the top they need a replacement yeah because the top manager we, we talked on Fergie he would never sell to his rival oh no, no. Mm. I mean yeah, uh, was it Painter, yeah, um, who little one to Dubai, and it was even on a free transfer. Fair, he was like, You're not going there, mate. No <laughs> chance. No, do you think so? Do you think Everton anything see anything past seventh? No, if I'm being honest, but I'd be satisfied with that because I think you know the mess that Coom inherited. Um, I think it's always a rebuilding job. He signed five or six players this end um, the summer, so they're always going to take time to gel together. So if we get if we get seventh, get a bit closer. Um, to the sides of others this year and then have a good, right good go there next year I'd be satisfied so Europa League terms how what you just think would you rather fo- would you rather Koeman focus on the Premier League or the Europa League Um, I know I know what he will do like if if it's time in Southampton's you know anything to go by he'll focus on the Prem only Um, but I'd like to see us have a good going in um, the Europa League, you know, it's big for the fans, you know. It's your best chance of getting Champions League. Very much so, yeah, um, you know, the top four, um, and given that, you know, despite, although we did have a good season last season, they were still a lot better than us, we never really looked in danger of breaking into that top four. So, um, yeah, potentially that is our best route into it, but um, as I say, based on Koeman's time at Southampton, um, I think, you know, Prem will be his priority. Yeah. And for Laird's this season? Um, I'd like to see us... You know, playoffs. I think that's got to be the aim. Um, and will it be enough to go up? We'll have to wait and see. But um, I think the squad we've got, um, you know, the way it's gelled together, the experience they got from last year, the way they learned last year. Um, I think, yeah, I think we can give it a good go, get in the top six. Good. And if you get a cup run as well, even bigger bonus. Yeah, we should wrap it up there. Yeah. Yeah. Paddy, thanks for coming on. Thanks, no, very thanks for having me, Adam. Guest. Thanks very much. For pe- people who are watching this, get down to Camel Lair. It's good. As you say, two pounds, isn't it really? Cheap football, just to see a game of football with your mates. You can't, can't go wrong. And the match really. reports mm-hmm. on Laird's website. Is that what yes. You put them up? So yeah, if you which want is to. currently down. 
Which is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to check any of them out, just go on the Nerds website. So yeah, thank you for watching. Yeah, if you've got anything we want to leave in the description for the people to check out. Um, media links. Follow, follow us on Twitter if yeah. you want. Um, get regular updates from the match. You know, like us on Facebook. Um, we've got Snapchat as well. Um, no so add, it out. Add us <laughs> on Snapchat first club in the whole match. Oh, okay. I should say. Um, so yeah, uh, if you want to add us on social media, feel free. Great. Thanks very much for coming on.